This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. New year, new you. How many times have you heard somebody say that? Probably one too many, but maybe you're actually looking at 2018 as a year to do something better for yourself. Well, it's Elizabeth Kay, your host of Fifty Shades of Kay, and I have a guest here that I met on Twitter Jim Love. Thanks for being here, Jim. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Jim is a leadership keynote speaker for high school students in Milwaukee. He has a website, GoAuthenticU.com. But even though I'm not in high school, and maybe some of you listening are not in high school, I feel like there are still a lot of aspects of what Jim talks about that each of us can take away to maybe have a better look at yourself, have a more positive outlook. And that's kind of how you and I connected when you reached out on Twitter, Jim. You you kind of said like, oh, Elizabeth, you're all about positivity. I am too. So I kind of started cyber stalking you and then we connected and here we are today. Yeah. You know, typically that's vice versa is that a fan usually cyber stalks the, the yeah, person. Right? So I appreciate that that went the opposite way. That's cool. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing at local high schools here in the Milwaukee area. I came up with about a 45 minute to one uh, to one hour our keynote talk. And, and we're going to do it all right here, everybody. Yeah, so just <laughs> buckle up and get ready. No, I, and um, this came after life experiences, really, which is what most speakers can attribute it, you know, their lessons to. But uh, I went through some stuff, some good stuff, some bad stuff in the last few years, and just kind of wrote down a ton of thoughts with the help of, of a mentor who does this already. And okay. The goal is, if you're a student, you know, listening to me, is I want you to leave feeling more confident in that you matter. There are so many different aspects of being a high school student and what they can go through with the highs and the lows and the peer pressure and the changes and and then you throw unexpected life events. I mean, in high school, I lost my cousin, who was one of my best friends, to a drunk driver when we were 17 years old. And it's like, that was when I first took a glimpse of, okay, life isn't fair, bad things can happen, and trying to come back from all of that. How do you focus your talks, though, to reach so many students that may be going through a broad range of issues. Yeah, it's a really individualized focus thing. So part of the talk is I, I ask them what the term vocation means to them. And, Interesting. And, and they tell me that it's like a life calling, right? And, yeah. I, and I'm like, you know, as a 17-year-old kid, I don't expect you to know what your vocation I don't even know what the hell my vocation is. So, you know, like, <laughs> well, we're still trying to figure out this stuff, right? But I challenge them to make their vocation to accept themselves and to love themselves that day, which is not that hard. If you think about it, if you're like, okay, like, I'm going to make a decision today that who I am is exactly who I'm called to be. And then I become a more effective leader because, like, you can't start leading people and being effective until you're comfortable with you. If you can get that when you're 16, by the time you're my age, 26, like, it's a breeze. You know, like, I know people right now, they're still working. Well, yeah. I mean, for adults that are listening to this are possibly still struggling with that. I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel that way sometimes, too. You may have a day where you're feeling down about whatever. Maybe, you know, what happened at work or how you look. There may be days like that. And then you go on social media and you look at everyone's life through rose-colored glasses and a couple filters and vacations here because no one's posting the picture of them fighting with their spouse. It's only them smiling with their spouse. And I can't even imagine 
what it would be like to be a teenager with social media. Do you touch on any of that at all? I, a little bit. So what's cool about me is that I can be really flexible. And so like listen to a school and what they actually need. I had one school a year ago say that social media is an issue. And so there's a part of my talk where I talk about what your voice is. Like, so your voice is what you're passionate about, what you stand up for, and what gets you up in the morning, what you think about when you go to bed in the morning or at night, not in the morning. But yeah. my voice is like energetic, enthusiastic, empowering. And I've known that since I was like a little kid. So I challenge them to make their voice their thing. And so I gave an example. My example is when I led the student section in college. Like that's how I use my voice, which is a really weird, like specific when example. When you led the student yeah. section? So like I would like yell out chants and 5,000 students would like, that's what I did. And so Jim, we should mention went to Marquette <laughs> for people locally that, you know, know Marquette. You're a Marquette grad. So yes. that's what you would do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of saw this moment where I was, you know, they, they didn't have that when I was there. And I was like, I think I can do this. Like I did this in high school. And so I started camping out for games. If any Marquette alumni know out there that it's first come first serve. And, so, and I would just go down yell stuff out people would repeat it back to me i had like six friends that came with me and like that became my thing that's so yeah, cool which was a ton of fun and I, I mean it was one of the coolest yeah. things i've ever done in my life but that being said like that was where i saw my voice kind of take shape you know turn into something but i tell students like you know that might not be yours i get that that example is really specific and if we have that in common that's great we should like talk later about that <laughs> but if we don't whatever your voice is you should go after that so that goes into maybe your voice is being a positive agent of change on social media. If you're a mediative voice, caring voice, like directive voice, but if you see stuff happening and you're sick of it, why not make that your thing if that's what you're passionate about? For you that is promoting the, you know, go for it and take these chances and find your voice and all of that. What about for you? I'm sure you have moments where you have fear or insecurities. What do you do? Because following you on Twitter, I mean, you are positive all the time in your tweets and that not saying that's not how you really are, but that's a tweet. You can send that out and you're putting that positivity in the world. And I love that, which is why I'm talking to you. But sure. what about those days when you are just feeling like, oh, this is a crappy day. Like, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, that's going to happen. Like that's, you know, that's okay. Like, I've had days where I wake up in the morning and I'm like today, you know, I'm just not feeling it. I try and wake up and I think like happiness and positivity is a choice. You can decide that day that like that's going to be your day if i wake up and i'm like today i'm going to be a morning person it's really all an attitude thing like, it really is there's, an there's attitude no one, thing. i think people that say that they're not morning people because they decide not to be so you change your mindset yeah. is there anything that you do specifically is there a certain song that you listen to do you work out in the morning yeah, is, it, is I, it caffeine influence sure you know it's fine i've never had coffee before that's kind of like my that's kind of awesome yeah, I, i've See, never i've never tried that yeah, and jim yeah. you're kind of like me i don't drink coffee in the morning sure. with these morning show hours yeah, and people yeah. are shocked I used to many, many years ago, and then I started getting myself off it. I still enjoy coffee, but I really only have it maybe on the weekends. That's it, mm -hmm. because I started to find that it became a crutch. And totally. there was a morning where the coffee maker didn't work. This was years ago, and I was shaky. I was nauseous. I had a headache. I felt like I couldn't do my job. And that's when I realized, all right, I need to back off on this a little bit right, because I'm right. clearly drinking too much coffee. But what do you yeah, do? I think a, a big part in this sounds simple, but it's hard is, you know, don't take life so seriously. And I think a lot of people do that too often. You know, it's like small things. Will I'm happen. guilty of that. Yeah, Jim. yeah, I do. I do. A lot, you know, and I got to remind myself, like, you know, like these small things are, are really not going to ruin everything. You know, like if you. Think about like traffic, roll with it. Like, and just, there's just not that many things in this life that are, should be taken 
to the utmost sincerity. It you know, isn't like, make, make usually fun of yourself, life you know? or death. Yeah. My humor is really self-degrading. Like if you like watch, if you go on my website and like watch the clip, half the time I'm making fun of myself because like that's, I know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. And I decided yeah. like, I decided to focus on the things that I am good at and poke fun at the things I'm not good at. But like, that's because I'm, that's because I decided a while ago that like, that's okay. Like I don't, you know. Like, like you said, it's attitude. Yeah, it comes down to decision. Yeah. Now, what are some suggestions you have for people who want to be more positive? If you feel like you're in a lull, you have control of your schedule. So like plan stuff that you're excited for. You're the one that can do that. And then I think a, a lot of people don't do this and often enough is practice gratitude. And um, if that's calling someone or if that's like sending a letter or whatever the comfort zone is for you, think about like a mentor or like someone who's really had an impact on your life. And, you know, if they're not with us anymore, then you know, maybe just think about what you would say to them. But if they are utilize the time that they are with you because I don't think people realize that when you thank someone like that or, or call someone that you haven't talked to in a long time, scientifically, that helps both of you out. Like this is actually proven like studies that if you call them. And of who's going to question science? Right. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, like, so if you call that person, you know, of course, they're going to feel great because they're being thanked for something that they probably don't even realize that they did. And then for you, you're going to be like, I just did that. Like, this is great. Like that kind of stuff lifts you up. And, you know, if it's maybe given five bucks of a gift card to someone, like just small things that you'll be surprised how often that lifts you up. That's awesome. I love that idea. Like if you can, I had a speaker one time ask like the crowd, raise your hand if if you know, I don't remember the exact question, but like the most impactful thing that you've ever said to someone. And he was like, that's not up to you. You don't know, you know what I mean? Like he gave a story about someone that like had said this really impactful thing when he was in high school and he's 40 now. And he's like, that guy has no idea that he said that. But I think about it every day. And so like if you tell someone that they've done that to you, I would say 99.9% of the time, they'll be like, no way. I didn't know that. You know, and, and I, so, I, like, I love things. Jim. I love that you said that because that was a complete light bulb moment. Because I immediately thought about something that was said to me in theater camp when I was a junior in high school mm-hmm. that a young girl said in front of the whole group that I still think about. But she probably has no idea that that impacted me, the compliment that she had given me and how she kind of thanked me for inviting Mm -hmm. her to eat lunch with our group and whatnot. And so now I'm thinking about that, too, in my in my head, where it's like, God, who's somebody that I could reach out to right now and just say, hey, thanks for being you. This is what you've done. And how that would make them feel, how that would make me feel. I love that. And like, so I think those two things, and and I mean, everyone has kind of their own thing. Is that that why your last name's Jim Love? That's, that's it. (laughs) That's the story and I'm sticking to it. No, (laughs) um, that's, that's my 100% Scots Irish side of me is where love came about. So I'm sorry. uh, So the rest of your, the rest of your tip for a final one, um, you know, there's a lot of things in life that are positive and negative. And I think people understandably focus on the negatives. um, Yes. Especially right now. It's what's going on in the, in the world. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the, the cool thing to do is to just pile on and bash mm-hmm. and social media adds to all of that and I mean we here at the station deal with internet trolls and it's really hard to sometimes stay positive when there's so much negativity it seems yeah, totally. like if you can you know mend your mind to focus on whether it's like on your news feed, you know, only focus on whatever it might be. And on Facebook, I will admit, I don't even go to the yeah, news feed. And whether it's on following people or whatever you need to do, but keep yourself up to date. You know, I'm not saying like don't, you know, like know what's going on in the world. Don't become but, a hermit. Yeah, but like, exactly. you know, don't allow it to really, you know, dictate your life and what you do with yourself. And we talk about like, so, you know, maybe being in a lull and focusing on, you know, like what's so bad about yourself. And I think a lot of people do focus on weaknesses too much. And I have like a quote that kind of sums up how I feel about things that maybe you're not that good at. You're in perfections are marks of authenticity 
And that is the beauty of you. So the things that you're really bad at, your imperfections, those are marks of, of who you are as a, as a person, like an as an authentic leader. And that's the beauty of you. So yeah. it really kind of like does a 360 or a 180, not a 360. That, <laughs> that would come right back at you. you know, a, a 180 view at, at uh, on imperfections. And I, like, the first time I heard that, it really kind of like level headed. Yes. Like, okay, that makes sense. Like I get that. I'm a stutterer. I, it probably hasn't come out a ton in this particular conversation because I'm, I'm not nervous and I appreciate you not making hey, me nervous. Hey, good. But, <laughs> yeah. But I, I went through speech therapy for about eight years growing up and that's kind of been the thing I faced my whole life and it's kind of ironic that I became you know like a communicator and in, in whatever adversity that you're facing and, and everyone that's listening right now is yep. facing something it should be a part of you like that's cool like that's something you learn from but it will never dictate you right that's awesome Jim, I'm so glad that you reached out to me because you are one of the positive people in this world that seems to be completely negative. And I, I mean it because I've been following you on Twitter, I think, for over a year or yeah, so now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I'm and constantly, you as well. And I'm constantly liking your tweets and everything <laughs> like that because we need we need more of that. So for people listening, if you are interested in booking Jim, high schools is yeah, really I, what you do or do you do? I, I do colleges too. Um, do and, you do anything with middle school students? Because um, I get I, a lot of requests for middle yeah, school I, students I can. sometimes. I mean, I think you know, the main thing for me, you know, I I do have this one keynote that I do, but I'm also just a speaker in general and I write talks too. So, um, and on that note too, like I do faith-based stuff all the time too. I'm, I'm a Catholic and, I, and I'm really proud of that. And, and so, you know, if people are, are in like a young adult ministry group, I've done Brewing the Faith, which is in the Archdiocese here at Theology on Tap, that type of thing. Okay. Um, but high school is my bread and butter, but certainly there's messages that middle school kids need to hear. There's messages that college students need to hear. So the main thing about me is like, I won't just come in and give the random talk and leave. Like I work with you and, and I make sure, you know, that this is... Is, this is what they need to hear. What your biggest problem in the school is right now is what I'm going to find a way to address. Especially in high school, they sometimes need to hear it from other people. Coaches right, are right. important. Teachers are important. Parents, absolutely important. But sometimes that's in one ear, out the other, because they're hearing those voices all yeah, the time. You're, yeah. you're a new voice. Right. And I'm really, you know, like the difference between me and other speakers I've seen, and this was what I wanted to do after seeing speakers, is I'm real. That's the whole point. Like I give stories about like an ex-girlfriend, about an old boss that like, I went through emotionally abusive things, and, and like this is where it got me to, though. And yeah. So sharing that to make sure that people know that there is a way out of that type of thing, and that's, right. that's a whole different conversation, but I want to connect with people. Good for you. This is so great, Jim. I love that you reached out and that we're talking. And if you want to get a hold of Jim, we're going to link everything up at 991themix.com. Thank you so much, Thank Jim. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe. So to subscribe to 50 Shades of K, make sure you're on your iTunes app, Google Play, or your podcast app on your smartphone. Search for 50 Shades of K. That's five zero Shades of K. Then there should be a little button where you hit subscribe. There's also a little button where you can hit review. I'd love it if you left a review. Let me know what you think. Again, it's 50 Shades of K. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.